0: Right place, so take a step back Back before I get all up in your face. face. I know you got to live, you know I got mine, but there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if (laughs) I don't don't concur, we can agree to disagree.
1: JT ATM money What's going on JT
0: I'm the one Nothing much man Lovely day over in here in the east coast Um, Get this done I got a nice um, Family reunion To go to and I'm looking forward to seeing Relatives I've seen uh, Locally And others that are coming out of state Just for this Good times
1: Okay all right, well, you know, I don't want to hold you up. You know, you got to go get your, your your swervy swerve on. I, I guess that's what, what the children call it nowadays, and we know how you are. You're always trying to be one of them kids. Uh, how,
0: no, how am I? You tell me how I am, since you know standing me so on, well.
1: Standing on the couch, drinking your lemonade and, you know, trying to be seen.
0: But I still love you. What's what's up for the show, man? Let's get going here.
1: <laughs> 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 hey, listen, you
0: you save your militant oh. stuff
1: for tomorrow. Save your militant stuff for tomorrow. Any rate, everybody, everybody, um, today Jerry and I are going to discuss it. Yeah, Jeff
0: joined me last night. I mean, uh, yes, uh, last week, man. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. We we had a good conversation when he when he came in. Absolutely. Yep. Well, just a, a good guy. So of course it's gonna.
1: Are you doing a draft? Are you doing a, a fantasy football draft? What are you talking about? I thought I just heard the you know you from Yahoo where you, it's like your turn to pick or something like that. Oh no! Or ESPN. No,
0: you, you may have heard my. My uh, chair squeak a little bit, but nothing. No, no, I, this, you, you'll never see me do a draft in the middle of July. That'll never happen.
1: Well, d- never say never
0: never. Ever never. never ever happen.
1: Say never say never. Never say never.
0: never. It may ever ever ever, ever 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 ever
1: ever. Well, at any rate, we're going to discuss the NFC North. Uh, this this week and I was mistaken a while ago. JT, I don't think we did the AFC South. I mean AFC West and the NFC West. Um, because I don't remember talking about Todd Gurley. I don't remember talking about uh, Jamal Charles or any of those guys. So um, the last couple of weeks of July will be the AFC West and the NFC West. Um, okay. So so. Uh, if we did it, uh, I don't remember, but we're gonna do them again. With that being said, let's get into this. Um, did you want to talk about uh, Rog Lesnar uh,
0: possibly popping hot for performance enhancing drugs? You know, how, you know how I really love talking about UFC and and <laughs> and all the steroids and performance enhancing drugs that they use. Come on, man. Do do do. Do I need to say more? Do I need to say more? How, how about this? Let me. How Go about ahead. two words for what I think about UFC? John Jones.
1: Now, and that's a great way of putting it because John Jones is a great fighter. Uh, he and Chael Sonnen. Are, no, no,
0: no. Come no, on, no, man. Come on. listen. You're trying to tip on a positive. And all he does is get pu- popped for PEDs, left and right. Come on, man. Now, now, no, 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 no. This, this, was, this wasn't a PED. Well, whatever. He got popped for something illegal, a legal substance. And put it this way, okay? Illegal substance. So what I'm okay. saying is this. How many chances are you going to give one person? Give me a break. He shouldn't come back into that UFC at all. No way, no how. He best for the sport Plain and simple All he does is get popped Before or after a, a, an event All he does is get popped And you can't deny what I'm saying
1: Well I'm going to say uh, It has not been exposed As to what it is uh, He was it Reportedly But But uh, Supposedly there was a Um a uh, estrogen like substance um found in this system that uh most athletes uh combative athletes know as a a blocker or a regenerative type of of uh pill or or substance um for people that are cycling on and off of steroids um so it wasn't that it was a PED it was a, as you said, a banned substance um, that he was reportedly uh, using. Now, Chael Sonnen has come out and, and said some very negative and, and very bad things about it, and about John Jones, of course, um, and for Brock Lesnar, um, Mark Hunt, who the guy he Brock Lesnar destroyed three rounds at the last UFC 200 um, says that he knew Brock Lesnar was juicing. He told everybody he was juicing and he still went in there and fought him. In fact, the last uh, two big fights that Mark Hunt had with uh, Bigfoot Antonio Silva and, uh, and my guy Frank Mir, both of those individuals were proven to have popped hot and uh, have been banned for two years. Of of fighting So
0: I keep telling you the same thing And you, you I know you, you, you're you, in love with it That's okay um, Everybody Who's in love with something Has a tendency to, to Throw a blind eye to reality And I think you're jumping are in that category But The guys are juicing the, the, Let me put it this way it's a juice factory. It's a juice factory. To get an edge, to be able to do what you do uh, when, when you get in a ring with, with another person. you got to be do, on something. you got to be on something. And, and a lot of them, get, there's too many of them that are getting popped to say that's not a juice sport. Come on. Come on. you got to be realistic here. Regardless of what you think of the sport... Too many of them are getting popped. God, champions getting popped. So, what's that telling you? You got to juice in order to, 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 to get to the you, top. No. Okay. And, and well, hopefully, I w- you don't get popped. And hopefully, you don't get popped.
1: Here's the deal on this um, Not all the champions are juicing. Not all the champions have, quote unquote, cheated. Um, but there have been several. Who have done so Um, And that does spoil the sport For others Just like in boxing um, For a time There were some folks that were just too big And there was no explanation for it Until uh, there was some uh, uh, Drug tests being done Mandated And uh, they were caught For instance uh, Roger Mayweather was just over here In Seoul, Korea Today there was a, uh, I think a flyweight uh, WBC title match over here And he went on air with with our sole Affiliate And uh, talked about something like that And he was saying that, you know People can talk about Floyd People can talk about other boxers So on and so forth But the one thing they can't say is that Uh, Floyd ever juiced or Floyd ever used uh, Illegal substances And Which Which is fine But he also said that um, Boxing has become A cleaner sport Um, It's not as exciting Because there are uh, Fighters In the game that Just don't have the physique or, Or the power to be knockout artists anymore um, I can't remember Exactly what he said but I'm paraphrasing A lot of his words here um, uh, Galupkin He said uh, He will not last in, in, in the industry But for so long if he continues To take the shots that he takes On that small frame And uh, he delivers Some powerful shots But How can he deliver such powerful shots From such a small frame and uh, pointing it out, a lot of boxers' power are in their legs, in their tree trunks. And a same uh, sentiment can be said about mixed martial artists. If you see a mixed martial artist that's a knockout fighter, odds are he or she has a strong trunk, along with heavy fists, but their trunk uh, is pretty much where their power is from If you see a jacked up person Up top a, And a skinny bottom uh, They could be uh, Juicing And I think about uh, David Boston Of the Arizona Cardinals Back in the day out of uh, I believe he came out of Boston College father was a ref In the NFL Ref some of his son's games As a matter of fact He was a prime example of what you know. That's talking about somebody that is so jacked up top, but so skinny at the bottom. Looks like they, you know, skip leg day. Um, that that's like a telltale sign, you know. But some people are that way because they're long distance runners. They have very skinny legs and and stuff like that. And John Jones happens to be that type of person. His brothers. All football players have a very uh heavy set base um I believe john is the, is the smallest out of all of them um with the skinny legs so i don't know i, I can't say if, if you know all champions in mixed martial arts are are juicing or if they're uh, uh have in the past. But yes, there have been quite a few that have been caught. And, uh, there are probably quite a few that are still, um, out there doing it and saying it's worth the risk. You know?
0: Unfortunately, well, let me, let me it happens in every sport. Go ahead. Let me ask you something, Victor. And we'll just take the last five years. Yeah, we can take the last five years, last three years, or whatever. And, uh,. In your opinion, as far as you know, has there been more UFC or MMA or whatever you want to call them, fighters, male or female, it doesn't make a difference to me, um, caught using some type of legal substance, regardless of what it is, compared to boxers?
1: Well, with the popularity of the sport...
0: Just, it's a simple question it, with a
1: simple and,
0: answer.
1: And I am about to give you a simple answer if you let me get it out. With the popularity yes or no. uh, I, I mean, you, I I'm trying to give you my answer. With the popularity of the sport rising, there's been a lot of uh, spotlight on UFC. So, yes, there has been yes. a, 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 a I can't, there has been I can't, a larger amount of people uh, popping hot for performance-enhancing
0: drugs in um, in mixed martial arts. Now you know you just you just you just got my hair raised on the back of my effing head. <laughs> effing oh
1: oh that. oh effing. oh my god! Are you yeah. are you?
0: Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that. Now you got me going. Now you got me. <laughs> you got me that was that was a <laughs> answer, a bailout no, answer. Not. Come on. No, it wasn't. Waked up. Come it, on. Waked up. up. Come on. Hey. Stop. Calm down. Calm down. You're getting all Dude, riled it's up. High, uh, not even, it's not even close, the percentage of uh, MMA or UFC fighters, whatever you want to call them. I call them juicers because that's what a lot of them are doing compared to the boxing, which you're not a big fan of boxing. I, I, I didn't say there wasn't. And, I said there was. So, so come on I, already, I, I and said you, there you, were you, you gave me a half ass answer you tried you try no, you try to you try to you try to, to gloss it over saying that UFC became become more popular so it. that's the reason why a lot of them are getting popped because they're more they're more um um okay more, let, let me you, let me
1: ask you this ah. no let me ask you this let, allow me to ask you this if something is not popular not gaining a lot of fame or claim or whatever it is you want to call it, um, or in this case revenue. Let's let's look at it from this standpoint. Revenue. Does uh, anyone in the legal system or the commissions really take a close look at it? The answer is no. And the yeah. answer is no because,
0: no. because well, let well, me ask no. you.
1: So. Go ahead. Because you're not gonna let me get it out, but go ahead.
0: Because because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna nip this right in the bud. The big money fights are not in UFC or MMA. The big money fights are in boxing. So when the big money fights come, they, there's a lot of money on the table, and it gets a lot more notice than UFC or MMA. So what you're saying is totally bogus. Because
1: no 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 when no no you have, when no. You
0: have big name big big fights, which are going to generate with champions, championship-type, and some of them aren't even championship-type fights, but it, it generates big money. There's a lot of media coverage on that, and those guys are noticeable. And you do not see, left and right, uh, um, those guys getting popped for whatever substance would be illegal in their sport. But you see it sure. over and over again in a constant... A uh, 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 conveyor belt type of thing with the UFC MMA. So you just proved I my mean, point. You just proved my point.
1: You just what, did. I'm at,
0: it's okay. High profile. Listen. He, high profile. High yes, profile. Yes.
1: and and and, I, and and I'm proving. I mean, you're proving exactly what I was saying. Okay. High profile fights. You'll have again Pacquiao versus Mayweather. High profile fight a lot of money on the line, a lot of more scrutiny, right? So
0: Right, and a lot of more scrutiny on who, who, wh- if they're doing anything. Correct. Because, so, it, because, it, it, because but, it's in a sport, but it okay, doesn't seem now, like it bothers anybody it doesn't seem like it bothers anybody in UFC or MMA yes, it that does. if they're in a high profile it, fight, a.k.a. John Jones in UFC got 200 pulled. He got pulled, he didn't yeah. even fight what yeah, are you talking yeah. about? I just made my point. It doesn't seem like it doesn't make a difference whether it's a high profile fight or not. These guys are juicing, so that's pretty selfish part compared to compared to boxing that you don't see guys getting pulled. No, no. Claim that that they uh, there's a claim after the fight that the and this is I'm talking about John Jones and Brock Lesnar because that's right on people who are involved with UFC right now. Or on the tip of their tongue John Jones getting popped before Brock Lesnar getting popped after You don't see that happening in boxing
1: on yeah, the- yeah you before.
0: do Women, a higher percentage As you see in UFC These guys get popped left and right Before fights and after fights Come on man, come on
1: Okay, now I will I will say I will say that You have a high number Of uh, Of that happening However, however, um, you, you, need- you look at, no, no just listen, however, um, because of the popularity of the sport, the, the growing popularity of the sport, MMA has gotten a great deal of scrutiny as of late. Back in the day, when you had as Tito you Ortiz, li- just listen, back in the day when you had Tito Ortiz, you had... Chuck Liddell, yeah, all these other guys. There were some guys juicing uh, because uh, there was no real regulation. And once regulation came about, some of these guys, I'm trying to tell you, some of these guys, you know, quit juicing and became lesser of fighters. Some, they, they played the game and got caught or did not get caught. In boxing, Yes there there was corruption from the Ruta to the tuta whether it was juicing promotions or whatever the case may be We're when about you have juicing, a, man, I I, about I, know, I know I, I know that about, I know that, don't even go I, know don't that. Even I know that
0: I know illegal substances that, that. And,
1: and I know and that's what I'm talking about too when you have a, a growing sport that has a growing interest that's generating a lot more revenue. Brock Lesnar alone, alone, and this again this is, it pales in comparison to boxing, but he made two point five million dollars for that one fight, highest payout.
0: Yeah, you're, you're of, this listen. No, 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 no I'm the trying. Point to is tell, these guys uh, don't care. It, it doesn't. They it, do. Your high profile fights. With these guys, and it, it you you see these guys getting popped left and right. Now, with that being said, they're going to be more of a scrutiny, but they still do it. For the simple fact is, for a payday, hey, come okay. on, come on, Vic, and come on, and that's what no I'm one said. Say, no one said that's not that's the what case. What I, what I profile, but, and they still do it. Come on. All I'm saying that, about illegitimate. I think this sport is
1: no the high profile.
0: Still do it, whether they get popped before or after. It doesn't seem like it make a difference to them. They still do it.
1: Uh, listen, it's not sport. just then. No, no, oh, no, nope, no, Obviously, nope, 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 obviously nope. Money grab. Four point
0: four million nope. dollars sale. Money grab.
1: Hey, you know what? It's not illegitimate. It's a wonderful sport because it features different types. Of Juice martial athlete. arts, youth athletes. No, not all of them Juice are. You're, you're, at- doing, you're doing a blanket. You're doing a blanket paintbrush. That's what you just I'm did. Not doing we, a yeah, you are. When, when you're realistic. saying the sport, when you're saying the sport is a money grab, you're 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 money you're blanketing grab. the entire sport. That's Jerry. Money I'm about grab. to go. i poli- about to go political on you. I really am. Go right ahead. That's.
0: Go right ahead. And we go got to right get.
1: Anything that you could bring out, buddy we got go to the, we gotta go to we got to go to the NFC north but i'm gonna tell you that's just like saying every black person is a crook because you have several a lot of them that do illegal stuff so therefore they're all bad that's just what you said about the ufc just to be clear and all martial arts and that is nothing But a lie on both ends because not every black person is bad. But your statement of that mixed martial arts is a money grab and all these people are juicing and it's an illegitimate sport. No, not all of of them. But but you. A lot of them are juicing.
0: But you just painted
1: an entire sport as a money
0: grab. Listen to this, this, Victor. Listen to this, and and I understand the analogy. I understand the analogy, but listen to this: fans that watch UFC, fans of UFC, see their stars or see their big money, uh, 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 big high-profile guys getting popped left and right for juicing. Outside the sport, people are seeing this and saying, well, these guys look like all they do is juice. Because every time you turn around, one of their champions or one of their popular stars are getting busted for some type of illegal substance. What kind of sport is that?
1: It's the same the, person
0: am I, am I wrong- am I right or wrong about that? every time you turn you're around wrong. one of these guys you're wrong, one of the popular guys, and it doesn't really have to be popular guy, but a lot of them are getting popped left or right for illegal substances you are wrong statement that, not wrong that statement is not wrong, okay. is not wrong.
1: yes, it is I tell you what I'll tell you what we got five minutes and and then we definitely have to go to the n f c north. You compile minute. a list <laughs> compile a minute. list. Compile a list of um persons right now that in the past, as you said, five years
0: have uh, that, popped up. That would take hot. too much time because I don't no, it wouldn't. I,
1: I would take too it, much time.
0: And you that, know that, so, so
1: don't, that, list, don't even, that list is not that big. It's okay. not
0: for popular okay. MMA me, for popular me, MMA folks. Let, let me let me ask you something. Can I add multiple times for one person? Because that that would count, that counts, each, each one of them counts as as a, as an no, no. as a uh, event
1: or incident. Oh okay. what well, we're what we're talking about is how many. Okay, so if you're gonna let's use John Jones. Let's just use him real quick. Yeah, yeah John, John Jones. John Jones. Okay, well, let's use him. So John, you know, had cocaine substance like stuff in his system. Pop one. Okay, he set out for a year. Almost a year, whatever the case may be. Um, some type of banned substance this time. Pop two. Brock Lesnar uh, popped hot for something. First time, hasn't done it before. Um, and we're talking about the popular folks, we're, and we're talking about the folks trying to make money, right? Uh, let's see. Was there a female? No. Yeah, Kat Zangano, if I'm not mistaken. Kat Zangano uh popped for some type of performance enhancer. Okay. Um I I can't remember too many others, but maybe oh, oh I already said you have Frank Meir and Antonio Bigfoot Silva uh who popped for some stuff. But you're not talking about out of those names, out of all those names, the names I just gave you, two of them were were popular and big well okay, my bad anderson silva, Anderson Silva, he popped for it, but he just fought too, um so very popular uh mixed martial artist popped hot for it for some type of of, of substance, and you know. Yes, it gives the sport a bad name. I got that. Not saying it doesn't. The only thing I'm saying is you cannot blanketly say that the entire sport is a money grab. You can't blanketly say that all these athletes are uh, popping because they're not. You, that, that That's a paintbrush uh, statement, which needs all to black be... Are bad. That, that, too, is a... <laughs> Yep, look at you. Especially the one over there in New Jersey right now. But you you, you can't make that Uh, that, that statement. Who going to start with first? See, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. All right, here we go.
0: Um, Okay. We could do do the whole show on this. So, you know, it's just beating a dead horse. That's why I wanted to cut it. What the the heck?
1: I'm tired of beating you, you you dead horse.
0: You love it. And I hate it. So we agree to disagree. How's that?
1: All right. We'll agree to disagree. Now, I don't know what you have here, but I'm going to play it. It's only 31 seconds. And if it's what I think it is, it'll lead right into what I want to talk about. I am the greatest. 15 times I've told the clown what right. Hello? I'm here. I'm here.
0: Victor, I'm coming for you. I'm here. Oh, you're coming, coming for me? Coming for you.
1: Yes.
0: You're coming for me because I'm the greatest. i the side to dispatch my opponent for this week. Uh, I'll be either ahead of you or behind you, but I'm. I'm going to uh, uh you, you know I made a statement to the league already. Uh the rocky road that I had in the first half of the season um is is not going to happen the second half of the season. I'm winning this. I uh, I'm winning this. JT um I love
1: you, but you you you're on some type of drug. And, and, and that drug
0: and Home runs is going to be is my forte, which I'll be I'll be taking that. And like I told no. you, not how you start, it's how you finish. And I'm extremely close to you to your boy in the uh, K's. So uh, the two that I decided to get into, um, I am either leading or in second place in a good spot. So just watch out. I got the formula okay. and the formula is going to work.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you don't know what JT's talking about, he's talking about our fantasy baseball league. Yep. Um currently yep. I'm yep. sitting in 5th place. I think he's in 7th or 8th and uh
0: 7th With this year, abbrevi- uh,
1: I'm in 5th. Right. Um and with this abbreviated week, uh it's not going to end just yet. So there's a whole week left yep. for uh yep. for Jerry to try and embarrass his opponent um but we have a matchup coming up where it's gonna be the tiebreaker. He won one week, I won another week. I'm gonna win again but the the point of it is uh we also we have side we have side wagers uh with other people and uh it's home runs whichever team can amass the most home runs, whichever team can amass the most stolen bases and whichever uh, team can amass the most strikeouts from their pitchers. Um, And Jerry's by very small margin, very small margin is in the lead of home runs. I am in the lead for stolen bases by like, I think 13 or 14 stolen bases. And uh, he's creeping ever so slowly, but he's creeping on the uh, strikeout uh, person. Now, mm-hmm. I I will say this. I'm going to get better. And hopefully I'll uh, come close to strikeouts. But right now, um, I think I'm sitting in third of in, in that situation. But we're not talking about fantasy baseball right now.
0: No We're problem. talking about,
1: you know, because you're not going to win. I mean,
0: bottom line. No but. problem. People, if you want to hear about fantasy baseball in this league, truthfully, truth with a truthful, uh, honest look at the at the league and how it is how oh it's progressing. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Sunday morning, where Jerry, that and that's myself, or uh, named, you know, nicknamed JT, or the master, or the And it'll be the master plan. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time
1: every Sunday morning. And he will be there discussing how his master plan of trying to defeat me and winning the league, which will not happen, uh, will fall to the wayside. But speaking of falling to the wayside, there's a master plan by one team in the NFC North that's just not going to make it. So you know what? I'm gonna be like Beyonce. Time to give him a little lemonade. Okay, so I want to talk about the Chicago Bears. Oh boy, the Bears didn't resign a starting fantasy running back and traded one of the better fantasy tight ends, but featured two second-year players as potential breakout fantasy players in 2016. <clears throat> Jeremy Langford takes over from Matt Forte as a lead back. He showed well as both a receiver and runner last season while he also having a nose for the end zone with six scores. At receiver, Kevin White will make his NFL debut after missing his rookie season. He has game-breaking speed and opposite Alshon Jeffries should see some favorable coverage as defenses figure him out. Jeffrey is the team's top skill player for fantasy purposes, though. The injuries are an issue, but when he's on the field, uh, Jeffrey has wide receiver one production. If healthy, Eddie Royal can also be a good wide receiver three or flex player. Keep an eye out on number two running back, where Kadeem Carey will compete with rookie Jordan Howard, to compliment Langford, as John Fox likes to share backfields. Jay Culler is not a QB1. But he threw only 11 picks last year and should be better with a full receiving core this year, saying in a similar offense, he's got potential for another strong season. Now, they let go of Forte. They let go of uh, Mr. Bennett. Martellus Bennett They're changing from 4-3 to a 3-4 My question is this Can Chicago Compete In the NFC North With all of this Overhaul Change JT Please answer that question for me
0: well, a, 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 the NFC North has always been a competitive uh, division. Um uh with the philosophy of John Fox to try to get his defense up to snuff, um they're going to be pretty conservative and that's, and that's also with the quarterback because uh, if not uh Jake Cutler is definitely um turnover prone. Uh Ashawn Jeffrey didn't is um on a franchise tag, um, they didn't they didn't uh, sign him to a long term contract. So uh, more than likely he's going he's playing for a contract next year. Um, but middle of the pack in the whole N- 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 NFC, and uh, going to be I think the record wise is going to be tied with a. Surprising uh, other team in this division, um, and that's how I see it. And whenever you want to go down the uh, uh, schedule, we can do that. Chicago well, Bears.
1: Before, before we do that, I I, I got to get your thoughts on Langford. Um, though he showed promise last year with you know receiving the ball and running the ball, is he able? To carry the load 20, 25 times a game, if I mean because we both know that John Fox loves to run the ball, we we also know that um, he rather go three clouds in a uh, in dust and play defense than throw the ball. But when he had Steve Smith and Musa Muhammad um, in Carolina, he he could throw. He he would he would throw the ball and let let Jake Delhomme. Uh, do what he did as well as played solid defense. Can Langford provide those types of uh, outlets at the running back position? Meaning, will he be able to, to sustain drives? Because we know Fox isn't going to let Jay Cutler do it. If he does, I'll be surprised. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, I think John Fox is a conservative coach. Most Most coaches that come from the defensive side of the ball are conservative. And would rather run the ball or um, uh, have high percentages, high percentage um, tosses to the running back. Uh, I see that Jeremy Langford is a huge question mark. Uh, I know he, he rose on the scene for a short time last year, and, and people got all high, uh, high and excited, and um, couldn't control their urges in their pants, but. Um, With the drafting of Jordan Howard, um, I think Mr. John Fox is a high proponent of the dreaded RBBC. So I'd have to temper my expectations for what Jeremy Lankford is going to bring to the table. Um, And uh, that would coincide with what the um, Chicago Bills and John Fox's philosophy in in um managing a game. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we know you're gonna talk about the, the running backs at the end of August, so I'll I'll spare you a little bit.
0: Let's go over don't this district. You don't have to spare me. I was going to, to to stop at a certain point anyway. Well, you know, just like boxing. Stops
1: at a certain <laughs> point. Nobody cares. So, <laughs> I know something wrong with you. I don't know what your problem is, but it's okay. <laughs>
0: I'm feeling I'm, good
1: today, man. I'm very, I'm feeling pretty, really good today.
0: I, I'm gonna let Excited. you have
1: your fun, but you gotta let me in on that, on that uh, family draft or your, or your uh, nephew's draft. So I don't know. Yeah, I keep promising me, but y'all never I'll come let through. You know, because
0: uh, you know, it's 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 going to be the uh, 21st of August. I know that, and I'm not sure. Uh, I know it's going to be at I think 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. So that's like in middle of the morning or uh, it, it, where you're at. Um, 12 a.m. About that time. Yeah, about this time, um, give or take. Uh, so. I don't know if he's going to have a total of 14. If everyone that was uh, participating last year is coming back, um, I have to find out. Just put me out.
1: on Skype. Just put a brother on Skype. I'll be there. All right, so let's go over this schedule. Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. they have, a, in my opinion, a tough road to hoe. Um, mm-hmm. I think they have a couple games in there that, Go out of the way for them, but I do not. I, I see Chicago being the last team in the division. I really do. But let's go over this schedule. Okay. They open at up.
0: Houston. Yeah, at Houston. Loss.
1: Home for Philly. I'll give him a win there. At Dallas. Loss.
0: Home for Detroit. I always like splitting division games. Win. At Indy Loss
1: Home for Jacksonville Win At Green Bay Loss Home for Minnesota Win What? Okay Then they get a bye week they, they, I know you said you like splitting them um, mm-hmm. But they have a bye week, week nine, which isn't a bad place to have a bye week. Mm-hmm. Then they open up on the road two straight games at Tampa Bay and at New York Giants.
0: Two losses back-to-back. You think they lose to Tampa? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So you, you're
1: you a big believer right now, Jameis Winston and Mike Evans.
0: And, I've always uh, been a big you 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 the one that didn't believe in Jameis. I, I always like famous Jameis, you know that. Come on man. And he proved okay. me right. He proved me right last year. So now
1: he proved me right, bunch of interceptions anyway. Uh so now we now we get a little soft, just a little soft. Uh but I still think they're gonna lose quite a few games here. Uh they're home for two straight games, Tennessee and San Francisco.
0: They win both those.
1: Oh, I disagree. I think they beat San Fran, uh, especially if Carlos Hyde doesn't stay healthy. But I think they lose to Tennessee. All right. Uh, they go on the road at Detroit. Lost. Home for Green Bay. They win. What? Well, nah, I don't know. Both of those teams are pretty good. Winning home. Against Green Bay,
0: I mean it can always easily be a a loss, but I like splitting uh, division games. So that's why. Then
1: uh, they're home for Washington. When you've got okay, then they finish at Minnesota. You have the Minnesota. Yes, because you had them win the last one. It sounds like you're giving them eight and eight. You're giving them an eight and eight record.
0: I give them an eight and eight, and surprisingly, another team's going to match them.
1: Ooh. I don't give them eight and eight. I give them six and okay. ten.
0: Okay. Six and ten. I mean,
1: it's a two. It's a two-game difference. I give them yep. six and ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was. Uh, I I don't agree with you that much on that one, brother. But, okay. what other? let's say they don't split, right? Do okay. you think that, uh, and we're about to get to them, the Lions are going to be, uh, and I think the Lions are the other team you're saying is going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Uh, but, I, I don't know yet, but we're about to get to them. But do you think the Lions are a, a similar type team without Megatron? Uh, you know, on offense to help bring it together, and then they just let go of Stephen Tullock, their starting middle linebacker, uh, who who was making all the plays on defense. You know, the Bears the Bears need some help, man. their Their linebacking core is not that good. Uh, safeties are okay. Um, I I don't see the Bears doing. Eight and eight for oh, brother, they get eight and eight. I'll be very surprised, very surprised. Okay, Okay. enough, enough with that. Um, let's get to this next team. This next team, I already talked about it. You know, Megatron gone. Are they gonna be drinking some lemonade? Here we go. Neither one man nor one position can replace Calvin Johnson's production. Marvin Jones was paid to be a number one, but expecting more from him than Golden Tate, one of the game's premier number twos, isn't realistic. Expecting more from Amir Abdullah and Eric Ebron in years two and three, respectively, is paramount. I repeat, paramount to the fantasy success of Matthews. I mean, excuse me, of Matthew Stafford. Y'all understand that paramount Stafford ignited against bad defenses in the second half of 2015 and returned to quarterback one status after his worst year in 2014. Remember 2014 Megatron was always hurt. Just, just remember that how he responds to not having Johnson for the first time that anyone's is anyone's guess. But Stafford's past reliance on Megatron means relying on the QB as a fantasy as a fantasy fantasy starter to, to risk. While there are a lot of unknowns in this offense, Abdullah and the running game are poised to improve, and the second-year back concentrates and enhance opportunities to break out. They talking about uh, Pro Football Weekly also believe that Eric Ebron should soak up some of Megatron's chances and making another solid leap, perhaps tight end one pro three. Theo Riddick should continue to be P.R. monster and Steven Ridley removed from ACL surgery and still just twenty seven worth a stash because of his red zone ability and Abdullah's greenness if y'all don't remember Stephen Ridley was a patriot got hurt I believe he went to the Redskins or he went to uh because Shane Barine went to uh went to the Giants but uh Stephen Ridley was not in a very good way last year again uh recovering from an ACL injury I think he's gonna end up hurting because Amir is gonna be fumbling. Uh, we saw that way too often last season. I understand he was rookie. I understand he, had but I, I, I'm not sure what's gonna happen with uh, Abdullah, mainly because I don't think he's gonna see a lot of. Uh, of of Small fronts He's going to see Seven, eight man fronts If not more Because Marvin Jones Is not a number one Out of the two Golden Tate and Marvin Jones Golden Tate is the better Of the two in my opinion In my opinion um, But Jones can catch the ball He can't make the Spectacular catch Like Calvin Johnson did I'm staying Clear Plum away From The fantasy players In Detroit Talk to me JT What do you think about the Detroit Lions And their uh, Possible Detroit
0: Lions Are going to be a more balanced attack Um and I think it's going to be uh, a positive thing for Matthew Stafford, and a positive thing for the offense. Their defense is not that bad. Um, th- th- this team, maybe not this year, but this team is um, is is. I would say they're probably they're, they're close. They're close, and this may be one of the surprise teams. Not according to the record I have for them this year, but but th- there's a possibility that this team. Can be a very surprising team. It's going to be a, uh, like I said, a balanced attack. Uh, believe it or not, and I give you a little tidbit here. I'm more high up on Amir Abdullah than I am with Jeremy Langford, and um, I think there's more upside with um, Amir Abdullah than there is with Jeremy Langford. Um, and uh, I think they're going to be relying more on the run game. And distributing the ball um, to Ebron, to Jones, to Tate, um, and I can't think of the the uh, slot guy. It's a slot guy that that that, that it's going to be um, uh, infinitely awesome. Uh, so uh, go ahead, Lance Moore. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's Lance Moore. It could be somebody. I I think it's a, maybe a second a year, second or third year guy, uh, if I'm not mistaken uh that, that, that Jeremy they, uh, Curley. Uh, Jeremy Curley or T J. Jones. It's one of those two. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I'm I'm not I'm I I I would know the name if I, I they may have just drafted this guy or he's a second year guy. Um besides the point. I think that that the, because if they're going to be a balanced attack and there's no really one go to receiver like in they had in Calvin Jones that the defense can Uh, Shift the attention on Uh, They're going to be more diverse on offense And that's going to be more beneficial To Matthew Stafford And that Detroit offense Um, They need to Get better unfortunately They got rid of Steven Tulloch And I think this past season Not this season but the season before um, That Tulloch was uh, uh, um, Supposedly on the outs and now he is on the outs for whatever reason. Um, he's a tackling machine. I don't know what you know what the deal is there, um, but it's neither here nor there. This team can be a surprise team in the NFC. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen this year.
1: Neither do I. Uh, but let's go over this this schedule. Uh, um, their bye weeks in a very good place for them, but yeah, they might be more balanced, but I just don't think they're going to be that good with this schedule. Starting off, they're on the road at Indianapolis. That's a loss. Home for Tennessee.
0: Win. Uh,
1: <laughs> at Green Bay. You,
0: you're very high on Tennessee, and I can understand it, but um Tennessee's still in transition too, so uh, I have to go that route.
1: But they have a solid running back and got a a decent, uh, more than decent rookie. But you know, hey, okay, at Green Bay, uh, loss. Uh, at Chicago, loss. Home for Philly, win. Home for
0: the Rams. The Rams. uh, Win. Disagree. Ooh.
1: Okay. Home for Washington at Houston. Loss. At Minnesota. Loss. So that's three straight losses. I can agree with that. Then they have a bye week. Which couldn't come at a, a... a more better opportune time. But when they come back, they face Jacksonville at home in a dome. When?
0: Really? Yep. Minnesota. At home? When? At New Orleans. Loss. Chicago. Home against the Chicago win. At the Giants.
1: Hmm? At the Giants. Loss. At Dallas. Loss. And finishing up at home in the Dome versus Green Bay.
0: Um, I have to give them a loss. I know I like splitting them, but I, I don't think they're going to – uh, I think Green Bay is uh, going gonna, gonna, um, wipe, to wipe the floor with them, so I'll give them a loss. which gives them the record of six and ten, in my opinion.
1: uh with that, I mean we differ on a few games, but six and ten is where I have them. Um, maybe even five and eleven, um, if you know Jacksonville comes up, as I think they will. Um if the Rams come up like I think they will, the Lions just might be five eleven. but we'll see. uh I don't think there's a lot of of opportunity for this new GM in Detroit because uh Mrs. Ford, she wants to win now, but she has to realize what her GM does not have And what her coach does not have And You're going to find out When Matthew Stafford's on his back a lot And that and that's the bad part You're going to find out the hard way But let's move on To the team that I think Is going to be the second best team in this division But it's going to be close It's going to be close And it all depends on How one person comes to camp He's reportedly lost a lot of weight. But well, let's see that lemonade. Looking for a safe fantasy bet, put your money on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offensive rebounding offense rebounding in 2016. With Jordy Nelson back after missing all of 2015 with a knee injury and Eddie Lacey's pie what did it say pie? <laughs> Eddie Lacey's pie intake. Uh, humble flavored This off season, Three of fantasy's biggest commodities Are poised To again pay off after uh, Bottoming out last season In fairness to Rogers, He was still fantasy's number 7 score In 2015 His worst full season Since his first as a start in 2008 With a healthy Nelson And O-line Plus the addition of Jared Cook and increased opportunities for Ty Montgomery and Jeff Janis, Rogers' floor should again be as a top-three fantasy score, where he he finished every healthy season from 2009 through 2014. And Nelson's return as a boom-filled, excuse me, Bonafide, number one, should pay nearly as good of dividends for Randall Cobb, who again projects as an elite Wide receiver two in fantasy football and in reality, boo, uh, what I don't buoyed, I guess is what you say buoyed by his immensely upgraded quarterback situation. Uh, the big and athletic Cook could put up a career year and enter the tight end one discussion. The big questions are at wide receiver number three. Can Montgomery and Janice pick up where the 2015 seasons left off, early and late, respectively? And if so, would it leave Devontae Adams on fantasies outside looking in? That's a very good question, JT. That's a very, very good question. With Jordy Nelson back, Randall Cobb becomes a even better threat because he'll be mixed in in different places. Excuse me, last year he wasn't a number one, but he had to play the number one role. Jeff Janice played well in spots. Ty Montgomery played well in spots. But the one guy that stepped up in their place was James Jones. Hoodie on, not hoodie off. Um James Jones isn't even on the team this year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but who becomes their number three, and who becomes the 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 guy to put fear in the slot position for the Green Bay Packers? We we already believe that Eddie Lacy is going to come back bigger, stronger, and healthier. Uh, I remember your running back rankings last year, uh, but with two of their defensive players. Potentially being suspended for for the season. I'm talking, uh, or for four games. I'm talking about uh, Julius Peppers and uh, I believe Bennett, but Bennett was uh, is, is a free agent. But with those two out, what do you think is going to happen with this Green Bay Packer team, JT?
0: I think the Green Bay Packers are. are uh, and put it this way. I think the pack is back. Um, they had a off year. Um, Aaron Rodgers, quite naturally, was getting um, didn't had it had his worst year I think of his career if I'm not mistaken. Since, uh, with the, uh, since 2008. Generation. Yeah, and, and so with the addition of Jordan Jordan Nelson coming back and the maturation of um, they have a plethora of wide receivers, and like you said, Devontae Adams better come to play because. Um, there's a lot of guys that want to take his place um, and uh, that Aaron Rodgers can make, um, I would say stars out of, but make a name for him. Uh, I think Eddie Lacy uh, adds to the offense um, with a, in a contract year. I think his contract is up this year. So besides all the bad press that he had, including from his head coach. Um, He's got a lot of things to play for and a name to uh, reinstate as one of the better backs in the NFL. So um, I like the Green Bay Packers a lot, uh, and and I think they're going to do well uh, within the division.
1: Well, here's my question. Mm -hmm. Obviously, well, not obviously, because some people might think differently. Who then... In a fantasy draft from the Green Bay Packers, goes first. In your opinion, Eddie Lacy. Okay, now I was I say Aaron Rodgers, but why Eddie Lacy? Yeah.
0: Well, let me put it this way: for, for those who like, and all it all according to what kind of flavor that you you subscribe to, whether you just subscribe to a wide receiver um, um, early, or a quarterback early, or a running back early. You know how I how I uh, flow, and I would take Eddie Lacy. Um, I think he's going to be a steal this year because a lot of people were left with a bad taste in their mouth, and me being one of them, but um, I think Eddie Lacy has got a, a, a point to prove and have to chip on his shoulder for what took place last year and, and things happened last year, and he wasn't playing completely healthy. And, and besides coming in way out of shape, and, and being that way all year, um, I think he's going to be the um, Eddie Lacy of old. But I think he's going to be a steal. Um, and I have to I have to retract that. I think the the first person on the Green Bay Packers team is Jordy Nelson. So what? Think, no. Yeah. I, I I let me put it this way: if you let Jordy Nelson get to the third round, you have a steal i tell you that okay. right, off the, right off the top of my head without even any kind of um, statistics or anything. Right off the bat, if he gets into the third round, you got to steal. you got to steal.
1: Honestly, here's what I think. Um, I think Aaron sh- should and will be the first Packer taken um, for the same reason that you just talked about, how Eddie Lacy needs to have a good season, and he left a, a nasty taste in everybody's mouth last year as well as Jordy Nelson uh, coming off of yet another knee injury. Um, but, but I can conceivably see somebody grabbing all three on one team because I can see Jordy Nelson slipping to the third round. Um, I honestly think Aaron Rodgers is a top five fantasy player this year. And then because people are going to be a little upset, I see Eddie Lacy dropping to the second round, probably in the first five picks of the second round, depending on you know uh, how like Jamal Charles looks during preseason, how uh, people perceive Adrian Peterson, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, how they think of Ezekiel Elliott and all these other young running backs uh, coming out. Uh, with massive offensive line. That's the thing that's going to make Ezekiel Elliott a a top pick, in my opinion. People are going to say, look what Darren McFadden did with the offensive line, and Darren McFadden is is nowhere near uh, the quality of back that Ezekiel Elliott is. I mean, I can't wait to see your rankings for the running backs this year. I really can't. But that's why I say I can conceivably see someone, namely me, Grabbing all three Green Bay Packers In
0: one Draft And Man, probably getting like Randall somebody, Cobb That seems like somebody Oh shut up
1: I knew, it. Else. I knew it
0: That seems no. like following what somebody else did you're, you're, uh, you're, and, and it proved to be A very uh, solid um, 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 Thought process And And, and uh, 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 Maybe somebody's trying to copy that. I, I'm just saying. No, I'll say I'm this. I'll say
1: this. I'll say this. Somebody had the killer Bs, but this guy's looking for the killer Ps. And last mm-hmm. year, if you're if you're not mistaken, uh, you didn't win the titles with that thought process. But I I will say this: if Le'Veon Bell does not get injured, yep, and and Ben, you know, doesn't get a little injured as well that that threesome was a, a a tough threesome to have. I mean, I really like that uh idea, but it just so happened that two of the three got hurt, and I think the two of the three for the packers had their injuries last year, and this year would be the best time to get those three but let's go let's go with their schedule, okay, let's go with their schedule um, all right. And it, and it's not a it's not a tough schedule in my opinion. Same teams that everybody else in the north plays, but just at different times. Um, starting off at Jacksonville.
0: It's not who you play is when you play them. I always said that. You know that. Axe Jacksonville, exactly. they, they win. Okay. Um, at Minnesota, L- loss. I
1: I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. Uh, then home for Detroit. When? And this is the killer. Yep. They have a bye week, third. Yep. I mean, fourth week, uh, week of the season. That is the killer. This is what. Yeah, that's a This is why I'm I'm not giving them the division. They're going to be in contention, but I'm not giving it to them. Um, but then they come back and they host three straight home games:
0: the Giants,
1: mm-hmm. the Cowboys, and the Bears.
0: They win all three. Uh,
1: then they go on the road to an Atlanta team that's struggling to find their identity. They lose
0: against Atlanta. They go against what? the Giants, Dallas. This is me. They go against the Giants, Dallas, and then and then the last before they go on the road against their division rival, Chicago. Um, then they go in in the dome against Atlanta on the road. They lose that. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that one, but they lose that hiccup. Then they host. uh, It could be. It could be. I think they're going to go on on a a four game win streak, actually. And I think the loss might come at home versus the Colts. But what do you have? I have them winning at home. Okay. Then uh, at Tennessee. Win. At Washington, a rematch of win. last year's win. I can agree with I can agree with that. Uh, at Philly, uh, win. Now this one is going to be an interesting game because it is going to test whether Lamar Miller was worth the money.
0: At home,
1: week thirteen versus
0: Houston. Oh man, this is this is a tough one. You know, you know, I'm a, a Texan fan to heart. I know, um, but but, uh, but they're playing in Green Bay. They played uh, some tough teams, um, but I, I have to give them a win. I give them a win against Houston, but they very well could lose this game. Now, this is the game
1: coming up that I, I, I'm kind of teeter tottering on, depending on what
0: happens with the Hawks, um, but. Home against Seattle. It just came off a tough defense. Now they're playing another tough defense. They're gonna lose this game. Possibly.
1: At Chicago.
0: They lose that. Beat up home from, beat up Houston and Seattle, they're gonna lose against Chicago. I think that's a rebound game. I
1: really do. I think they sweep Chicago. But um Minnesota win and what Okay, I disagree with that Because I think that's going to decide The NFC North uh, But uh, They finished the season at Detroit Loss A loss, what? Because they're at Detroit? Okay, alright okay.
0: Hold on a minute That's a win, I'm sorry My bad, that's a win Okay,
1: and that gives them a what And what record, in your opinion 12 on 4 very close. Very close. I got them eleven and five. Uh because because of that Minnesota game. I think Minnesota um and has a very similar record, but the tiebreaker goes to Minnesota, in my opinion. Um I and I also think you're right. This is the bounce back year for the pack. Um teams happy. Uh Eddie's in a, a contract year, as you said. Uh, Jordy is going to be back in stride. That means Aaron's security blanket on the post is there. Uh, Cobb can do a lot more uh, when he's not the focal point. So, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're going to see a pack attack. I just don't think they're going to win the division. If they win it, I won't be surprised, but I just don't think they are. All right, uh, last team to get to, and I personally think this team is going to repeat as the NFC North not, champions. Not, and I'm gonna, oh jeez, and I'm gonna tell you why in a second. Not, Here we go. This isn't the off season to worry about a uh, regression from 31 year old rushing champion Adrian Peterson. Not with the huge investment Minnesota has in him, and just made. And overhauling his blocking by signing left guard and right tackle Andre Smith. It also isn't the time to start putting your fantasy eggs in additional Vikings baskets. Teddy Bridgewater's progress in year two was minimal. In fact, the passing offense dropped from 28th to 31st in the Vikings. Stefan Diggs was impressive but inconsistent as a fifth round rookie and a nice sophomore surge should be helped by first-round pick Laquan Treadwell. The former Ole Miss star will have a chip on his shoulder after slipping in the first round and is a physical receiver who will be key in the red zone. Kyle Rudolph proved he could stay healthy but not bring a lot of juice to the passing game in between the 20s. Uh, Jarek McKinnon does offer intrigue as the receiving back and obvious handcuff to running back number one, Peterson, Jarius Wright, Cordero Patterson, and Charles Johnson are tough, uh, are tough to roster after falling flat as sleeper candidates in the past two offseasons. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I believe the Minnesota Vikings are going to win the North again. Alex Boone and Andre Smith are known maulers. They can pass protect, but they are known for getting down and dirty and moving the pile. Adrian Peterson, even at 31, all day, as as he's called, I think he's going to remain all day this year. The question that I have for Jerry, once I finish talking, is AP still a number one overall fantasy pick? Or... Does that fall to Todd Gurley, in his opinion, as Todd Gurley likes to say? Uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, with the addition of the offensive line power, Steph is becoming more and more uh, um, what do you call consistent. And the defense, Zimmerman or Zimmer, he has that defense primed and ready to go you know and their kicker Walsh is still a very good kicker uh and not a bad schedule Minnesota could pull off a back to back championship NFC North season um not to mention i want to tell you something the last receiver the last skinny receiver that people had questions about that failed in Minnesota. Last name was Moss. First name was Randy. I rest my case. Treadwell is seriously a beast. I understand people have issues because you know he got uh he had a serious injury and uh he wasn't as consistent as he could have been in college in old miss. But that dude is that dude. Uh, the, the question is, can Bridgewater get him the ball? You had one receiver who just left Minnesota make some kind of comments that uh, Bridgewater couldn't get him the ball. And he needs to go to a team with a real quarterback in Joe Flacco. Mike Wallace is no longer there. Treadwell steps in. What is your analysis, JT, of the Minnesota Vikings?
0: It's the big R word, in my opinion, that the Minnesota Vikings are going to deal with in this in this uh, season. And it starts with R regression. I, I think they're going to take a step back. I understand is the high expectation for this team that uh and, and and it go it falls on the quarterback making a um taking a step up. I'm not a believer in Teddy Bridgewater. Um but I'm not wasn't a believer in Mike Wallace either. Never liked him. I think he's a one trick pony. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh with all his hoopla um still hasn't in my opinion panned out the last couple of seasons. And uh, I don't, uh, I'm not a believer. And I think that this team is not going to be fortunate enough to win the same amount of games that it did uh, last year and win a division. And you have to think about this or being contention to win a division. The green Bay Packers had a lot of issues last year, a lot of issues and a lot of things went right for the Minnesota Vikings. I think that, it, it gets reversed this year. Um, and and uh, the Green Bay Packers right whatever wrongs they had going on last year, and Minnesota um, falls back to what they really are. And I think that uh, they won't be on the bottom, but they won't win the division either.
1: Got to disagree.
0: Got to disagree.
1: Um Again, their defense is is Constant It's it's a consistent unit Um, By investing In the offensive line At right tackle And I believe what left guard Yeah, left guard and right tackle I'm telling you They're going to run the rock Pretty heavily Which is going to set up Stephon uh, Diggs is going to set up Treadwell. It's going to set up Kyle Rudolph, and teams are still going to, you know, have to worry about AP and his ability to just not be tackled by one person. You know, he might not bowl over like three guys. He might not make three guys miss, but he's going to get three yards and and maybe a little more. Um. Freak of nature athlete People might even think that he Is juicing Because of his ability to to play The way he does Um, I just think Minnesota Is in a very good position Two teams in my opinion That are on a very Downward slope Chicago And uh, Detroit So I automatically Place the uh, The Vikings and and the Packers above them Now it, it's a matter of In my opinion Which team uh, Shows up for the Packers The Jordy Nelson Aaron Rodgers connection The big bruising Eddie Lacy uh, With James Sharks coming in on third down Or just Eddie Lacy going all three downs Versus um, A young quarterback With a Very good tight end, and probably one of the best backs, if not the best back and fantasy player uh, in Adrian Peterson. So here's the question, JT. For years, AP has been a number one overall pick. Years. Where does he land for you? This is the only, only running back I want to know, honestly, where you land him at in your top uh, running back's and and, and and what? And uh yeah, well, excuse me. And is he a
0: top ten
1: um
0: uh, fantasy player? He's a top ten fantasy player. Um and i I'll, I'll let you know in August where I think he ranks in, uh, I
1: knew
0: it. I knew it. In the, in the first round. Does he go above um, Gurley? It's a possibility. August. Come on, last dude. <laughs> uh, you asking all, all these running backs, and you're not leaving me any any for for uh, uh, what I want to do at the end of the month. Let I me mean, end of August. Yeah, well, I can tell you the NFC North. You get the top ten pick, and and possibly, possibly a top five pick. Okay, and and, and um, do you have to use your own discretion depending on where you how you feel about Adrian Peterson. I know how I feel about him, um, and I'll relay that information. Um, one of the last weeks in uh, August, and, and you, but my your your listeners on here. And my listeners on the master plan will will know it when I tell them, tell them that, uh, what you're week it's going to be on a- Well,
1: the 28th, you're such an evil person. The 28th, we're doing the draft. So it has to come before the 28th.
0: Okay. People, this is, this is the deal here. There are four key positions in fantasy football that I we deal with. Quarterback, running back. Wide receiver, tight end. Beginning the first week in August, which is the August 7th, okay? Um, In fact, I'll do it it this way. Starting the last uh, Sunday in July, which will be July 31st. I'll start with the quarterbacks. The next week will be wide receivers, which will be uh, August 7th. August 14th will be the tight ends. And I end up on the 21st of August, running backs. Um, And then you'll get my uh, analysis on each one of those fantasy skill positions on the offensive side of the ball. How's that?
1: Last question, then we'll get to the schedule. Is AP still the number one overall draft selection? No. No. Okay, okay. That tells me that you don't have him as the best running back. But okay, all right, not a problem. Not a problem. I said that tells me you don't have him ranked as the best running back.
0: Because I know you. You are are correct. I don't have him as the best running back because I think there's running backs that are better better than him.
1: And that also tells me (laughs) you believe. Antonio Brown is the first overall pick.
0: You'll have to tune into the master plan. <laughs> Quarterbacks are first on the thirty-first. Wide receivers are seventh on the I mean on the on the August seventh. Tight ends on the fourteenth of August, and the running backs on the twenty-first. So whatever your flavor, if it's all for them. Then you listen to every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Master Plan, and you'll get my analysis. How's that? Not
1: good enough, but I'll take it.
0: All right, so let's go down this schedule. Yeah. I know you want to pick my brain because I know how, you, how much you value my my uh, my input. I do because so I do. I mean, so I, I've li- I I've surprised- listened to you a few I times. I got some surprises in and um especially in running backs and wide receivers um and even some tight ends so um i think the quarterbacks stay pretty consistent but uh, there's, there's uh there's some running backs, wide receivers and tight ends that are going to surprise some people this year so
1: okay well according to the schedule and the the thought process it's mm-hmm. not who you play it's when you play them and that's going to be the right. the key for Minnesota here
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: so they open the season on the road at Tennessee. They win that. Host Green Bay. You
0: win that. At Carolina. Step back to reality. They lose that. Um,
1: I gotta disagree. Excuse me. The reason why I disagree on that one is because they're playing them early on in the season. Now, if it was mid-season to late season, I would agree with the loss, but I disagree. Disagree. Um, they host New York
0: Giants and Houston. Um, they win against the New York Giants. They lose against Houston.
1: Okay, bye week, which doesn't hurt them too much, but it's never good to have a bye week this early. Um, then they come back, two road games. At Philly and Chicago,
0: they they split. They win at Philly and they lose at Chicago.
1: Disagree with that one too. Uh, then they're home for Detroit. Win at Washington. Win. Disagree, of course. Now it gets a little different for them because now they got to go to Arizona.
0: They go to Arizona. They play Arizona at home.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They host Arizona.
0: They host Arizona. They lose that at Detroit. They lose that.
1: Disagree. Oh my goodness. Home for the Cowboys.
0: They potential.
1: Ah, uh, at home? Nah. I think that's a potential NFC uh, conference title game there. Dallas and Minnesota,
0: honestly You're um, going to take a step back you, You're going to surprise people but Go ahead, I'm listening
1: Now, again, it's when you play them When you play them At Jacksonville you win They mm. better win Because
0: the next, the next two games They're going to lose
1: Wow, okay, so you have them losing at Indy I mean, hosting Indy And losing at Green Bay going on the road against
0: Green Bay they're gonna lose that too.
1: Okay. Finishing the season home for Chicago.
0: Like I said, I think they take a step back. Um a lot of things fell the way. Um a lot of things were going their going their way and last year, um and their luck ran out in the uh um in the playoffs. Um but I think they come back down to earth and they regress. To eight
1: and eight. Disagree. 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 I have them at uh, eleven and 12 and four. That's why I said. Ain't, um, ain't well, that, Yeah, it will. Ain't. It will. That's why I said that. Uh, that game against Green Bay, second game for the season ends, is going to determine who wins the championship of the North, uh, as John Snow would say. Winter is coming. So, get ready for it. Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our NFC North preview. Hopefully, you you enjoyed it. But, what will happen tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Master Plan JT is talking about Fantasy Baseball.
0: 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talking about Fantasy Baseball. And, um... Who knows what else I'm going to talk about? I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. So it, it, it's off the cuff uh, day tomorrow. So you it, it, it can best that's believe can best believe that's going to be some politics involved in that. So if you just want to join the fray, as we say in Game of Thrones uh, speak, if you want to join the fray, um, tune in eight p excuse me eight p m ten a m Eastern Standard Time. On a Sunday morning, one if you want to talk to me. Uh, we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. Open form, uh, other than uh, fantasy baseball.
1: Okay, well, Tom Brady's not fighting the suspension, so he's going to be gone for the first four, four games. Uh, I would like to talk about it, but I'm not going to do it right now because we're in overtime, and I need to go to bed. Because i, I need- got to get up and actually go into work. Alright, JT. Well I appreciate you, brother man. Uh, mm-hmm. love the conversation as well. Enjoy your family reunion. Yep. See you next week. We are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. See ya. Fantasy
0: sports, and yes. ready to you, you wanna want to talk back? back? You in the right place. Take a step back before I get all up in your face I know you got to live You know i got mine But there's like 50 other dudes Holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir Next caller, please And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree we talking fantasies, folks, and politics.